Hello. Today we are going to be talking about something that is um, very particular to the Catholic Church, but also really, really neat. Um, and there are two of them behind us on the wall. Whoa. So that's your hint. That that's the only one. <laughs> but get ready; it's going to be a good episode. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Quarantine. I'm Athena. And I'm Father David Kidd, and I'd love to share with you real quick just a little bit about our sponsors. But first, I want to share with you about the Waken app, which you can find at theawakenapp.io. Wonderful videos and audio. There's talks, music, prayer, an opportunity to really grow in community virtually. The other sponsor I'd love to share with you is about Awaken Nation. So for a price of an awesome cup of coffee, you can subscribe and follow us and really get awesome, really supporting the work that we're doing here. And you can do that at awakencatholic.org forward slash donate and really see the truth with Jesus Christ and the Gospels really proclaimed through beauty. And today's episode is brought to you by Casa Bea Cleaning Service. Casa Bea is a one-stop shop for all things clean. If you live in the Northwest Ohio area, Casa Bea is the ideal option to keep your residence, commercial, or new construction clean. Casa Bea is also one of the only services in Northwest Ohio that provides deep and professional carpet cleaning. Most importantly, right now during the pandemic, keeping your home and offices clean and free of COVID-19 is of the utmost importance, and it happens to be a specialty of theirs. That includes doorknobs, light switches, surfaces, ATMs, anything you can think of. Get the peace of mind of knowing your home or commercial environment is professionally clean by visiting casabeacleaning.info today. Could you guess what our topic was? What do you think? I'm thinking if there's two of them on the wall, it has to be <laughs> saints, right? Behind Absolutely. us, we have um, St. John Paul II and St. Teresa of Calcutta. Yeah. Um, which are big names. But today, I I thought that it would be kind of cool to talk about um, what their role a little bit is in the church yeah. um, and the communion of saints, because we hear about the communion of saints during Mass. So let's start first with um, Father. Hmm. Do we pray to the saints? Yeah, we ask for their prayers, right? So like when we're let's say we're at Mass or we're, we, we think we're hopefully not falling asleep during the homily— <laughs> Or, you know, we're like maybe praying the rosary, um, whatever it may be, or maybe we're just out and about, right? Like we can be praying and asking for the saints to help us out. Um, you know, and we say that, of course, at the creed, right? We say it with the Apostles' Creed, whether we're praying the rosary, whatever it may be. We're asking the communion of saints because the communion of saints is the party in heaven, right? That's the party we want to be at. Yeah, yeah. That's the party you want to make every effort. You want to be on God's the A list. <laughs> yep, like you don't want to be cast out of that party. That's the one you want to be at. Um, and and that's where we see those who have truly lived their lives as best they can by God's by God's grace by His mercy. Um, but they're open to what God is calling us to, right? And that's ultimately happiness, but also the freedom that He wants us to live in. And the saints, you know, are people that also continue to have difficulties, but also persevere through that. I think the great definition of a saint is someone who <laughs> falls down and keeps getting back up by yeah. God's grace, right? Yeah. Um, they don't turn away from God, but they keep looking for every opportunity, knowing that God's chasing them down 
wanting them to succeed. You know, I think, you know, some saint particularly I think of is, you know, Margaret Mary. Margaret Mary, you know, is relatively new saint, really, in the last 200 years of the Church, and she's from France, and she has this just awesome love of Church, awesome of God. You know, seven years old, she couldn't—there were so many people in her small parish church, she couldn't get outside, so this is during the winter months. So guess what she's doing? She's outside in the snow, peering in, looking through the door— and she's kneeled down in the snow, right? Wow. To pray and adore the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. And it's like that just I mean, she was just doing that as a young girl, right? Yeah. And of course she becomes a religious sister. She's one that really has these, I think, great really calls a lot of people to the devotion of the sacred heart of Jesus. Um, and this is just a little girl from 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 France. Um, you know, and I, I think a lot of stories like this with saints where, you know, maybe they weren't someone big name, or they didn't come from an amazing family, but they were faithful and really saw in others a guiding light. I think one of the things you see about saints is they saints often inspire other saints. Yes, um, yeah. Whether that's like in a family, I think, of course, we think of St. Therese, right? And her parents, uh, the Martins, right? And they too are proclaimed saints, and they raise a saint, you know. Saint Monica, Saint Augustine. Yeah, exactly the same way, right? Saint Monica, she's praying thirty years for her son. I won't get into all that, but like it's mom helping out her son come into the faith, right? And she does it also too for her husband too. Um, so saints inspire, I think, us, but they inspire others, right, to really live out that life of Christ, and it it. It call it really challenges us, I think, to call upon mm-hmm. the saints, right? To ask for their help, to ask for their assistance, because they're the ones already in heaven. You know, I think that's a beautiful tradition too of our church. Is you know, when a loved one passes away, right? You know, we're praying for them to reach the heights of heaven, to join the communion of saints. But after some time, we're asking them to pray for us, um, because we know and we pray, then we trust in God's mercy that they are hopefully right there in the communion of saints, interceding, praying. On our behalf. And I think it's important to remember that the communion of saints is not just our canonized saints. So the big capital S saints, right, that we know all about. Um, the communion of saints is anybody that's passed that gets to go and party in heaven. So that's the capital saints, right? The capital S, the canonized in the church. That's also the lowercase s. So like your grandma who just loved the Lord so much that you know deep in your heart there's no way that woman didn't get to heaven because if not, like you have no chance. Um, she's a saint. Right, like we don't become angels, we become saints, and um, that's a good point. Yeah, very and, good point. and it's important yeah. to know that we don't, we never worship the saints. So even when we're asking for their intercession, when there's these prayers that are dedicated to saints, it's not us saying that those those people are more important than Christ or more powerful than Christ. It's saying that we understand that they have an amazing relationship with Christ, an amazing faith, and we just want their help. Um, I know, I remember, so during quarantine for my youth group, we did a saint of the day every single day. It was a lot of research, but it was fun. Like I want to learn more about saints all the time. And there was one saint in particular, I couldn't tell you about his life, um, (laughs) but something stuck out to me. And that's the reason that I actually went and researched him is St. Thomas Beckett, Mm. um, which I've actually really weird. I've been like praying um, with him more. And he's like showing up in ads on my Facebook. It's really weird. <laughs> I don't, it's like your phone can read your mind now, but That's so St. Cool. Thomas Beckett, I can't tell you a lot about his life because I did a ton. We're in quarantine for a long time and that was a lot of saints, but I remember reading a story, which is what inspired me to learn more about him. Um, and 
there was a priest who was working on an exorcism and he um, he was struggling a lot with this, this demon and this young girl. And it just it wasn't going well. And his friend, also another priest, is catching up with him and he's sharing the struggle that he has. And he's um, he's sharing that, you know, eventually he is getting this demon to share just little snippets as he's as he's trying to um, save this young girl. And something he's he finds out is um, that the demon is one of the men that put Thomas Beckett to death. Okay, so he finds this out, and it's taking a lot. So St. Thomas, so as this priest is hearing this, he's like, oh my gosh, so cool. I have a relic of St. Thomas Beckett. Let me ship it to you. This is before COVID time, so like mail went really fast. (laughs) So he ships it over to him. And the next time he goes to pray, again, like this demon is fighting with all he has. So he whips out the relic. He Mm. puts it on the girl. The demon's gone. So to me, like I was like, holy crap, our saints are still super powerful. Because sometimes I think it it is easy to think that like John Paul II doesn't care what's going on in my life. Mm. So why am I asking him to intercede? My grandma cares. So like I can go to my grandma in person and ask her to pray because she sees my struggles. But why would he care? And I think it goes to show that like they still care. They're still there and they are super powerful because of their love for Christ. That's yeah. So good. I think too, you know, you think of the saints, I think of like Mother Teresa who we have right over here. Right. And, you know, she grew up really in what we would kind of consider the Balkan states of Europe. Um, And and she was one that became a religious sister at a very young age. But she also felt God calling her to something even um, beyond that, and was, that was to start her own religious community. And you're like, well, who would have the, gup- the gumption <laughs> to want to do that with with difficulties um, in a place in where she wasn't super welcomed? That's true. Yeah, very true. And you know, we often associate her in the country in India and in taking care of the people literally right on the streets. But again, this is one of the things where I think is so cool about saints is they inspire us to do great things. She just literally would go on the street. And pick up people who had open sores, wounds. Go look up sick. a picture of her. She's a small woman she's, to carry yeah, these people. She's not tall by any stretch. She's no. probably like half my size. Yeah. And <laughs> like I think I'm tall next to her, and that's a big thing. <laughs> and she would pick these people up and bring them back to the convent, and she'd begin to clean off their wounds. She'd begin to pick off the maggots and the bugs that were <gasps> on imagine. the face oh. of the person. And she said with each one that she took off, she began to see the face of Christ in the poor that she was encountering. And that's like, wow, that's just almost, it's almost a simple thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like go pick someone up off the street and take them care and get for them, them cleaned them, up. Treat them as them. a human. And and that was what she gave people dignity, right? By doing that, she restored the dignity mm-hmm. that God had already given them by by their by being born and being in the world, right? By just having life, being conceived in the womb. But she was able to kind of restore that dignity that, you know, others had kind of walked past and never, you know, thought to pick up or never thought to really care or, or, you know, help or heal. And she says, I want to be with you. And they're just like, what? Yeah. (laughs) And it's the saints that help us do that. You know, I think another cool story is, you know, she was wanting to build another hospital, um, take care of both the elderly as well as newborns. 
and she had a gentleman who wanted to um, pay to help actually start this, and he had given a, a large a check for a large sum of money. It's actually about a million dollars that he was going to give, and and she said, "I will I will take this check if you hug this man next to you who has leprosy." And he's like, "Oh, I can't do that." And guess what she says? Then I can't take your check. Because wow. she knew the importance and the value of what Christ taught. And that's what the saints, of course, do is they remind us of who Jesus is, right? They make Christ present once again in the world, and they help us see Christ in others. That's what saints do, and they, they remind us of that by their example. and They inspire us to do the same. And I think, too, with the communion of saints, like this is a really Catholic thing. We have saints, we have people that we can that are already passed that we can ask for their intercession and we can ask them to be with us. Um, but with the communion of saints, what's really neat is like one, yes, they are at mass with us. They are celebrating that mass. And like, I'm assuming in heaven, it's like a real party. Like <laughs> if we truly knew what was happening in mass, like and every time dove in that deep, yeah. it'd be a party here too. Yeah. But in heaven, I cannot imagine what mass is like. And they're there with us, okay? But two, they're with us all the time. All the time. So when you're feeling lonely and you're feeling like just nobody cares here on earth about you or whatever it is that you're going through, your anxiety, your depression, whatever, like know that one, a saint has felt that. Okay. Mother Teresa lived most of her life not really hearing, feeling, seeing nothing of God. Right. She just kept doing what she was supposed to be doing. She kept praying. That persistence was there, but she like she literally felt alone in her spiritual life. Okay. So know that one, whatever you're struggling with, you're not the only person. There is a whole bunch of people up in heaven. And if you research these saints, like the canonized ones, especially like they know, they know these feelings that you have. And two, that if you have nobody to talk to, right, maybe you have no one to talk to here and you're in a place where it's still weird to like pray with God. Maybe it's still weird to pray with a saint, have a conversation right? Look up like saints that were depressed, Mm. saints that had anxiety, Mm. and then literally have a conversation. Just sit down and be like, all right, Mother Teresa, how the heck did you do it? Because this sucks. I feel like God's not listening to me. I feel like I can't, he doesn't care. How did you do this? Have conversations with them. Because I promise that if that means, if humans have failed you on earth and you feel alone, I promise that the communion of saints is not going to fail you. They are going to be there with you through it all. Um, And we have another episode coming with a little bit more about saints. Otherwise, I would dive into all the amazing (laughs) people that we have. Um, but, But basically, I just, we wanted you guys to realize that one, we don't worship them. And I know it might seem like that at times, even for Catholics, sometimes like we're like, this is kind of weird, right? When we don't understand what we're doing um, and we're, it's simply just asking for prayers, right? Because I know at least for me, I need all the prayers that I can get some days, right? So that I don't, True I don't that. hurt my kid. True I that. don't, you know, the teen that shows up for the sixth time that's getting into the same trouble. I don't lose it on them, right? Um, I need all the prayers that I can get, but, but two, um, to dive in one to the lives of the saints, but also don't be afraid to to talk with and pray with y- your deceased relatives. Oh yeah, right. Like if you know grandma, like if you know for sure that she was she was an amazing woman, and there's no way she's not in heaven. Don't be afraid, and I'm not telling you like talk to the dead. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. But like, don't be afraid to have conversations and ask for help. Yeah. Right. Yep. 
Now, when you're walking down the street, am I saying like, look up to the heavens and be like, grandma, how are you today? No, but like have those conversations, talk with people. Cause I promise that if the world has failed you, Christ and his saints will not. Yeah. And you think, I think some of our saints got really cool names, like St. Corona, right? Yeah. Where they were in the middle of a pandemic, coronavirus. And St. Corona actually was a martyr in the early days of the church. She was martyred in 175 AD, along with St. Victoria or St. Victor, uh, which is like really cool because it's like, so martyrs were the ones too that literally were killed mm-hmm. for their faith, right? They they paid the price for for their belief in God. They literally followed Christ's footsteps. By by following him all the way to death, and and Saint Corona um, actually is the patron saint of plagues. So it's like if you want to talk about and that's going the other to thing. a saint, that's, so that's the one you want to go to. We have saints for pandemic. everything. Yeah, like the internet. Like I'm not kidding. Anything that you're like, oh, I wonder if there's a saint for that. I promise that there is. We got to promise covered. because God is that good and the church is that good that they're like, oh, one day we're gonna need that saint. So here we go. There it is. Um, so, so don't be afraid to look for patron saints of things, um, saints that suffered from different things, saints that struggled with different things, um, saints from different areas, right? If you, right. if you just want to connect with somebody maybe from a different country, and right now it's hard, it's COVID, you can't travel, connect with a saint. That's Find right. a saint and research about them. Grow in relationship with the communion of saints, especially if right now you feel like you can't do that with the humans around you. Yeah. And if you're a teenager, go to St. John Bosco, right? Go to St. Aloysius Gonzaga, great patrons of the youth of teenagers, um, great ones to turn to and ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. And Blessed Carlo. Yeah. Blessed Carlo. Oh my God. He's gosh. on his way. If you are just that average teenager, video gamer that like, that that's your life, check his story out. It's a really good you, one. You will love it. And it, it goes to show even us adults that like, We've got a long way to go. We can do a lot better. But thank you guys for tuning in. Um, hopefully this changed your view a little bit on the saints if you struggled with them. And we just encourage you, um, dive into those communion of saints. Use that. There's a reason God gave them to us. You guys take care. God bless. This show and all media on Awaken Catholic is made possible by the Awaken Nation and the Hollow app. The Awaken Nation is a community of people like you who support all things Awaken for as cheap as a cup of coffee a week and get access to exclusive content. Learn more by visiting awakencatholic.org slash donate. Hollow is the only audio-guided Catholic prayer app focused on contemplative prayer and traditional Catholic meditation such as Lexio Divina, Daily Examine, and the Rosary. We here at Awaken all use Hollow every day and love it. To learn more or give it a try, visit hello.app slash awaken.